<laughs> Everything you're doing is unusable. We found out some interesting things. There's a lot's happened since you were here. Uh-huh. It wasn't very long ago, but apparently there's some ice cream man. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, some like algorithm where it is preferred. I don't want to say preferred. I say it's preferred that you don't curse or bleep it. I bleep everything, and and I've noticed a difference when I don't bleep versus when I do bleep. And but, they but he was saying there's something called what's it called the first ten minutes the good boy minutes. Oh, I have heard about this. Good boy timer. Yeah. For what platform? YouTube? I have heard this. YouTube. It's 10 minutes, you said? Yeah, so like in an hour podcast, not cursing in the first 10 minutes is like... that. That'll wow. So give me a timer and then after. It's right there. Oh, <laughs> oh no. You just did it. You oh, so we got to start it. over. No, no, no. What, what, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to remove it. I'm not going to okay. bleep it because I feel like it's also looking for bleeps. There is this like AI that's happening that before you post a video, it's scrubbing through and it's just, it's looking up any possible thing. Like I had one, like I, right now I'm like, I'm looking at the, at the timer and like, I'm afraid to say anything. I shouldn't, is that where we are right now? Uh, do you feel like you're in a, kind of in a time like that right now? I'm so conditioned as far as when it comes to like curse, like controlling myself to curse I don't or not. Know, I guess I'm so conditioned because like I, I started performing like at a theater that was so hyper fixated on not cursing. Yeah. So I'm very conscious of when I can't curse and when I can curse, or that like kind of in between where it's like I don't know for sure. Um, so I'm good. Whatever. I I um. I've had... But when I can... Just let it out. F, 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 There's F, the comedy. F, S, C, S, B, B, W. What? <laughs> wow. You are. You were, you're dirty. Um, yeah, I used to have the podcast and guests would come in and say, could I swear? And I would say... Um, like I, I want to say like it's preferably that you don't. But I, I want, I didn't want to be like not cool. I was like, no, you do whatever you want. This uh-huh. is about you. But it's like, no, you have to. You feel of like you watch need it. to, kind of like a, you sound like a youth pastor. I mean, I have my two. Keep going. He has removed a sticker from his pocket, and it is likely a donut punk. Keep going. Sticker donut punk. Dot com this is just sticker. really a challenge because in my 35 years of existence, yeah. I've never been able to probably do a, a properly do a sticker. So I'm going to see if I can do it. Um, Here we go. So I have my my two brands. I have my, I mean, effectively. How, how did you come up with PPS? <laughs> Pleplius. I know. <laughs> wow, yeah. Whoa. That is stump. That stump is sponsored by he, Donut Punk. He just took his... You got to give me a dollar. I ain't giving you... S. You, Four minutes. You you have to if you want to... It's kind of like a, like a lawyer. I remember this lawyer at a bar one time and I was asking her something. And it's like, wait, if I tell lawyer you... Lawyer at a bar, that's cute. Well, she... Oh, yeah. And she was like... Uh, this was when I was, I was like 25 years old. And she's like... I was the bartender. She's the lawyer. And I go, but you, if I tell you something, you can't tell anybody. She's like, no, if 
if you're my client, I can't, otherwise it's whatever. So I was like, oh, she's like, give me a dollar. And I gave her a dollar. She's like, all right, you've been, I'm retained. I can legally cannot tell ah. anyone. And then I just kind of told her everything. Uh-huh. And that was, it. and yeah, she didn't say anything. So you have not sponsored this stump that you think that you have. You in fact have defaced my stump with your sticker. Zane, as I'm going to stop you there. As it is. I'm going to stop you there. Yeah, continue. Here's the thing, Zane. With me. Yeah. My time is money. Okay. So, what what would you value my time on this podcast? I, I at? suppose. <laughs> whew, I'm going to just throw out a number. $174. Are you see, I don't know which one. Thank way. you so much for having me, Zane. <laughs> um, <laughs> could have said an even 200 and maybe give me that beer. This what, but, is, what is this? When you said you you mm-mm. when I went to get a beer from the fridge, he's like, "Well, let me just go. I'm very particular." And I, I can't was, with and, you. And you're like, oh, I can't and with you're you. Like, oh, very, is this is what you say. You're like, "I'm very particular." And and <laughs> is I was that, like, "Well, that's a nicer impression than the last yeah, episode yeah, that you yeah, gave me yeah. where you literally made fun of my neurological condition." Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to do it again. I I went to the fridge to get a beer and I was like I got you and you're like well I, let me come along I'm not sure what you want me to get <laughs> I the just, plane here's the thing that the plane covered up I'm not really sure if the plane covered up my little accent because it's, so. it's nuanced it's nuanced and I go Shane oh, oh you, you made fun of my condition again? and I go Shane I, I got it and you said you know what man and then you said expletive 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 yeah after expletive this W U anyway this is uh, a mango hazy pale ale. Just based on the flavor profile, did I do okay? Not bad. Okay, it's it's a relatively low uh, ABV, um, five point four percent. That's relatively low. Yeah. Um, and very tasty. Thanks. And it's made by Dying Breed, um, and it's a. Um, are you getting a close up? That's you, or are you on just the making front. Huh? The it's with it's, with PP Boy. His name is. How? Do, what is the story? I need to know the story. Great. <laughs> Which is interesting because have you ever seen my stand-up show before? Eh, I wasn't paying attention. Okay. <laughs> I. Uh, what's going on? Come on in. Oh, your drinks are here. oh thank you. You're Can you just come in? Nope. <laughs> why are you wearing a bikini and you won't like? Why would you? Why should you wear a bikini and won't even come? I in know. Say so here's your like drinks. The, the origins of PPS. Come on. This is me riding a bull. Uh-huh. Dying breed. That's their logo is a bull. Uh-huh. And it's got Pleplius on it. Oh, Pleplius. Okay. Pleplius on it. And it's called Insane Mango Hazy Pale Ale. And that's it's got me looking all crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I got cast to do um, three sheets, I was flying over there. And first of all, it was I was on a channel called NHD. You've you've never heard of it. No one had. I had I didn't no one I knew had heard of NHD. I I only knew one person at the time. This would be like 2006. Yeah, come on, bring it in. Oh, I only know one. You. I only oh knew good. Just bring just bring it around, Jesse, like a gentleman. You don't have to stand there awkward. Just come in. Oh, and just Jesse. Put it down. Jesse, you the best. There we go. But we got to give credit to Mel we for credit making to Mel these. For making these oh, my ties. Oh my goodness. My ties. Mm-hmm. Oh shoot. I got to do an audition oh, this evening. It's going to be real fun. Well, maybe this will um, loosen me up a bit. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, 
there's loose and then there's this is my first mai tai i'm well, just realizing that and that is a really tasty drink have you never been to hawaii never been to hawaii when you go to hawaii you have to go there you have to have a mai tai and when i land in maui my wife and i every single time and we've gone a lot we stop off at mala okay uh and have the mala mai tai made by blaine who has been making these award-winning Mai Tais for over a decade on the island of Maui, and they're fantastic. And then, everything's right as rain, you go into... Did you have a stroke right there? No. Please don't make fun of my... Stop! My my old man, my old man is... It's just a matter of time. So, I was flying in, and um, I wanted to figure out how I could make this show a drinking game. It it wasn't that I was like trying to be like irreverent, but and it's not like I didn't respect what the show was doing. I certainly did, but I wasn't nervous because I just kind of thought this is maybe they may this is kind of just a paycheck and it's an opportunity for me to like get some tape, uh-huh. you know. And so I was just kind of silly. And in the pilot, I was a little silly, and they liked that. And they when they cut it together, they cut a little of the silliness together. And um and so I. Um, was trying to figure out a way that, to make the show into a drinking game, and I just couldn't come up with any good ideas. Nothing that wasn't like cliche. And so I'm walking through the airport in Galway, Ireland, when we land. When I land, I'm by myself. The crew was meeting me there. I'm walking through the airport, and I saw a gift shop, and they had like this empty shelf of, of stuffed animals and just a monkey. That was it. And I was like. All right, I grabbed the monkey and I started hiding him in the scene, um, in the scenes that day. Uh-huh. Um, and Mike, the director, is like, "What's going on with the monkey?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's his drinking game." He's like, "Dude, that oh my god, that that is genius. I love it." That's what he said. And I was like, "Yeah, I think it could be kind of funny." He's like, "Well, here's the thing, though. Um, I report to the network, so I can't make these kind of decisions. Do it for the rest of the day, but tomorrow we're gonna have to get on." the phone with the network and then see what they say. So he called them and let them know. And then the next day uh, we get on the phone with the head of the network and a bunch of lawyers, I think it was like maybe five, six people in the room and Mike and I on a speakerphone. And he's like, so uh, Mike tells us you got this idea for a drinking game. And I was like, um, yeah, maybe, I mean, maybe it was Mike's idea. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like maybe the two, it kind of really remember. It depends how this call goes. I, I don't, it'll, it'll, it'll kind of jog my memory. He goes, well, we were talking about it. And of course, you're just like, okay, they're, they're out. We don't, we don't think it's a very good idea if you have you know, a drinking game with just one rule. We need more rules. This is fantastic. I love it. And he's like, oh. So I, I came up with a, I'm like, well, I was going to talk about a different friend in every episode. And then that's, he's like, great, whatever, do it. Great. He didn't, like, he didn't care about the details. Uh-huh, he's like, I don't, need uh-huh. to, I don't need to know how the, the sausage is made. And so he's like, what's the monkey's name? And I was just so sure that this monkey that I picked up yesterday or two days ago was going to be axed. It was just the monkey. I, don't, I didn't really name it. And I, and I was like, but I had to give it something, right, to show that I'd given some some thoughts. So I was like, please, please. Right <laughs> like, on the spot. Please, please. Yeah. And he's like, what is that, purples? And I go, no, please, please. He's like, all right, well, email me. Great. Love it. Bye. And that was it. And so I was like, I had to go and like figure out how I was going to spell this word. I had to go register pleplius.com just like because, <laughs> you know. And then, um, uh, yeah, and then it became part of the, the, the drinking game. And and at first it was just hidden. Uh-huh. And then it became, and then as the fans kind of learned about it, 
whatever. But it was a Thai beanie baby. Really? And and um, I called Swinger, and I reached out to Thai, and I don't know how, but I was talking to the CEO of Thai Beanie Baby. Get I, I don't out. know if it was the guy Thai. I don't remember, but I knew I know it was the CEO. And 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 I told him what I wanted to do and and what I did, and he was kind of into it. He was into it, and he said, "Okay, um, if we do this though, you know, to make this change, you'll have to get a minimum of like forty thousand monkeys. Like we'll have to for doing that, we have to reorder and do it. You have to get forty thousand. Okay. And I was like, okay. By the time I had gotten to this conversation, we were like at the end." The, se- the, sh- the show had started to air. We got renewed for another season, and I knew, like, okay, like, I got actually, I got renewed for five seasons. Like, that, they, they Well, they signed me up for that. They could have canceled at any time. And then, did I swear? No, I okay. just said shoot. Shoot. 13 minutes. Um, and uh, and so I was like, yeah, I'm in. And I was just like, I'll figure it out. I, I, how am I, if, maybe they're four bucks a piece. I got to come up with, like, like back then, I don't know, like 160. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. I'll figure it out. Whatever. And so that was it. And then we're all set to go. And then they kind of stopped communicating. And then, from what I understood, that guy got replaced. And then the new person I was communicating with was like, "Yeah, we're not really gonna align ourselves with a with a drinking brand." And so I was like, "All right." And I was making T-shirts. And so I was like, "All right, I'm just gonna do the silhouette." Mm-hmm. So that's where the logo came from. It was a, it's, it was a silhouette. Uh-huh. And then I went and I got monkeys made. So now I went and made maybe like ten thousand, and they sold out. Dude. And then I have another ten thousand that are on the way. That's that, amazing. That are on a boat. In the but it was here. almost gonna be Ty making them. Yeah. Wow. Which I don't know if it would have been better or worse. I don't know what. Would I mean, have it just would have been cool, you know? Yeah. I mean, I mean, talk about a company. That was massive for a hot second. Yeah. Oh, oh God, that's right. Yeah. God. People were collecting them. Oh, we've, I mean, my mom and my sisters and even I collected a couple, like when I was like, I was like 13 because we all thought it was like, well, this is an investment in our future. Oh my God. So we have did a, you, t- did you have the tie dyed one? I, oh yeah. And, but the one that everyone thought was like our college fund. Yeah. Remember the purple princess diana one wow no but oh yeah that wow. was the one that everyone was like oh this is gonna be the one that's like gonna pay for your college and so now they're just worth nothing yeah nothing you know it's one of those things of like investments you know and steve will talk about this no it's an investment like so so my buddy steve you've heard me talk about mm-hmm. him he went out and bought a a land rover defender and he bought it like before the pandemic and then the pandemic and then like, wait, 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 wait! What is a Land Rover Defender? It sounds like a, a d- robot. Oh, it's a it's a Land Rover. It's like a Range Rover. Oh, okay. The, the okay, same company okay. that makes Range Rover. They make a um, I, an off road one. Got it. Got and, it. Got and it. they and they had made them for years. People listen to this know I used to have one, so I, I talk about it. But and um, and and I just ordered one. But but Steve got one and and he bought it for like I don't know seventy five thousand and he. Um, got it all wrapped in that stealthy, you know, wrap. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, the guy gave me the best deal. He did it. And I was like, he's like, I'm thinking about like start getting investing in, in, his, in his company. I was like, well, what? He's like, what would they charge you? He's like, dude, I got it done for like, like seven grand. I'm like, you got it done for seven. You got your car wrapped for seven grand and you feel like this guy just gave you something. <laughs> he's like, yeah. It was like, he said it's normally like 15. I go, it doesn't, it doesn't cost the price of a car to shrink wrap your car in like plastic to make it look like stealth mode. Uh-huh. Anyway, then he put on the roof rack and all this kind of stuff. 
And then he lists it for 130000 because he's like, yeah, this is... I'm like, Steve, I just built the same car for mm. like less than you paid for yours. I don't know what you're... But it's one of those things of like something is worth... It's only worth what someone else is willing to pay for. This is a conversation I can't relate to because I can barely pay rent right now. I'll pay your rent. No, you but, won't. And I don't want you'll you have to. to do I'm just kidding. I'm also being... But I'm also exaggerating for comedy, but yeah. I can't relate to this right now. Um, that's, I mean, that's... Circle back next podcast. Who knows? I appreciate that. I appreciate that. That's like um, wealthy politicians being supported by blue class people when they either were never won or have right. or have or or just haven't been won in a very long time because mm-hmm. a politician that gets high up in the ranks they traditionally they don't just come out of nowhere you know i knew i knew some i knew this career politician i mean in high school he knew he wanted to be a politician and then he wanted to be like the local assemblyman or I don't know something some, whatever and he wanted he wanted to be a politician and I just remember even in high school he had his hair perfectly parted and he was just kind of a weird guy and then he went to college came back and ran for some city thing by, by that time I was moving away but I remember just kind of meeting him and thinking like it's like you've never you've always been something different than the people that you're yeah, supposed to represent that's so interesting I mean I we're kind of the same way because in a, in a sense like People in entertainment, pro- there's probably a, a majority of people that are like, I could never, or like, I would never do anything like that. And that, and the thought of doing that kind of field, yeah. and that's what I think about about politicians. I'm like, there is no way, nothing about that sounds fun. Right. N- I would never dive into that field yeah. at any point. And and like, I would imagine you ever want to be president. Ooh, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think. I think so. about like. I like people liking me, right? Like, and honestly, to a, my detriment at sometimes. You know, at this point, more than half of the people who know you like you. That's good. I mean, I would say probably at least the people you keep in your life. I got a fun question for you. Genuinely, yeah, no bit. You got a piece of. Come here. Uh, All right, you got it. Did I get it? Was it was a piece of lint from your shirt. Now I didn't know if it was gonna show up on video. Okay. Look at me. It's a fashion choice. Let's go. I got a question for you. Yeah, How many it. people do you know of for sure right now don't like you? <laughs> <laughs> no, and I'm not talking like internet people, like just spectators. I'm talking about people that maybe you once had a friendship with that you don't anymore and you're like, they don't like me. Is um, that something you think about or keep like a mental list? I was thinking about this today. Because this is kind of an interesting story, and I get asked this all the time on stage, and I don't, I don't see any reason I can't tell it on my podcast. When I, so I'm, I'm leaving tomorrow for Columbus. I'm mm-hmm. gone for three weeks. Mm-hmm. And so I'm do, I've done a podcast every day, uh-huh. which is why my hair looks the same in every podcast. <laughs> um, and so, and beard. And so last night, I had my buddy Chris on the show, and Mel made these Mai Tais. Uh-huh. That's why I was like, Mel, you've got to make these again. And by the way, she's like, I don't understand where this came from. She has real guava juice and real passion it's, fruit It's juice, legit. And then dark rum and then coconut rum. And the coconut rum is monkey rum. And monkey rum is a rum company that I used to have. Did you know that? Nope. And so I launched this brand. I'm just I'm hesitating on whether I should tell the story, but I'll just tell it. I, I, I won't editorialize. It's just fact. But I mean, 
I'll, I'll, let me see if I can tell it factually without opinion. Okay. Um, the company, I launched it. Bevmo reached out to me and I said, you, you said I launched the company Bevmo. I launched Bevmo. Uh, I, I launched Monkey Rum. I was talking about it. Uh, I was talking about the fact that I was working on it. And then the head buyer for Bevmo reached out to me and said, do you mind if we launch your rum? Mm. I was like, that's amazing. Uh-huh. And they said, either we'll do it in a major market like Los Angeles and not promote it, or we'll do it in a secondary market like San Diego, which they considered that a secondary con- to, to Los Angeles, and we will announce that it's happening. Because we, we we're, this is how we test. I was like, okay, so let's do it in San Diego. That sounds like fun. So I uh-huh. went down there for two days, and they ordered 120 bottles for the launch. And I was like, well, double that. Like, well, we don't want to be left with anything. I go, Any, anything that's left over, I'll buy. I didn't even know if that was legal. I don't know. But they said, okay. So okay. they bought 240 bottles. And we show up, and there's a line around the block, and not everyone got a bottle. So we ran out. Really? And then we did it the next day, same amount, same thing. Uh-huh. So I come back to L.A., and I was like, you know, I, I'm I'm, I'm, running a production company. I'm, I'm in the middle of, like, making drinking made easy, and, and I can't um, – I don't – I don't know the first thing about running a rum company. I don't have the the support structure. Like the people that are like my editors and my camera guys and producers are the ones that are, have helped me with the rum up until this point. Uh-huh. And we got cases, you know, like pallets of it or whatever it is. And I was like, all right, let me. I need like a partner. So I talked to three different people. One were these guys in uh, Florida, Orlando that were in the sanitation business. Um, they were an interesting group. And I wasn't necessarily like, I didn't really, I don't, I don't know. It was, but they were just, they flew me down there and tried to like wow me. And what did they do? What did, what was their way of wowing you? You know, like had a car pick me up and bought me a ticket and I go there and then they- Took uh, me to Gatorland. Actually, no, the, 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 the guy, the main guy, the main guy who's going to run the company because it was like, it was pretty much going to happen. He picked me up. And then he brought me to the guy, the main guy, and his name was like was like Dominic or something, uh, something like that. It's just whatever. And and I go and meet with him and this guy, and I'm telling him my philosophy. And look, I I hadn't launched a, a, a beverage brand before, but I'd been doing the show. I know a lot of people who own beverage brands. Mm-hmm. I get it. I understand mm-hmm. the marketing, whatever, and 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 building a brand and the emotional connection you make with people and all this kind of stuff. And he was like into it. And and then we he like leaves and the main guy who's gonna run it is like don't worry we'll we're gonna do whatever we want don't don't have, don't don't listen to him I'm like oh okay in my in my brain I'm like I was mm-hmm. having an honest conversation so now there's already dissension between mm-hmm. the, like the two guys and the guy comes back in and then the main the, the owner older guy's talking and then the other guys is kind of like shaking his head like don't don't worry about it I'm like. Oh, this is I'd, already not good. Um, this is not good. And and other besides that, I liked them. They seemed like pretty cool. And the main guy, I say sanitation, like he was like a mob guy. I don't, I I don't know, but I don't think he was. Okay. He was a really nice guy. And then, and then there was another guy, who um, uh, owned this vodka called Ivanovich. <laughs> okay. And he. And I, and I was like, why is it called Ivanovich? And I guess the guy had some money and whatever. And he was like, he wanted another brand and whatever. And he's like, it's because my ex-wife is 
Ivana. Oh, we're 24 minutes in, so I can say the word. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, we're, and, and he was like, I just want to be reminded every day of how horrible she is. And I was like, why would oh you want to remind yourself God. of your ex-wife? That's so weird. Like it's it's to a, sit in that energy, right? Exactly right. You created a brand to remind her of the wrong that she's done, but all you're doing is reminding yourself, bro. Just like I know people like that. I've never understood the, but I've never understood like people that just like sitting in negative energy yeah, on a uh-huh, daily uh-huh, basis. Yeah, I've never understood it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. And then the and then I talked to my agent. Who is at WME? It's it's it is was I don't know at the time the biggest agency. Sure, yeah. And they had a big thing in New York, mm-hmm. and they represented I guess Absolute Vodka. And so this guy who just left Absolute as the head of global marketing—that's what I was told—was uh-huh. um, looking for something to get into. And <clears throat> I called up and talked to him, and we had a few friends in common. And they're like, yeah, he's got a lot of energy and like, you know, it's almost like they were hinting at something, but they're like, he's, you know, he's, 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 he makes things happen, you know, that kind of thing. I was like, all right, like, I get it. The guy's kind of pushy, but like, you know, this pushy guy from New York, but like, maybe that's, maybe that's what we need, you know, uh-huh. like I, that's, you know, whatever. And I, I talked to him on the phone. He's about the same age as me. And, and he, he we had a great conversation for an hour and. You know, I kind of maybe said some things like to kind of scare him, like, you know, you know, just, you know, just to kind of test the waters or like, you know, look, I'm I'm I have other things. I'm definitely involved, but I'm not day to day and, I, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And the person that comes in needs to understand how to operate. And da, da, da. He's like and, and he wanted to do it. Flew out the next day. Nice enough guy. And then and then he he brought in some some money and some investors and then a lot of money. And then. Um, and then hired a bunch of people and he was a difficult guy to deal with and and he wasn't following through with what he said he would do and eventually everyone was either fired or left and over the course of like three years and then I it was every day it was just an argument every day it was like literally like with an ex mm-hmm. I was just like I go you know I called up an attorney and I just kind of said I, I gotta I'm out uh-huh. And he's like, okay, this is what you have to do legally. This is what we have to write, da 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 And then you remove yourself completely. And it sucked because we had, <clears throat> for the first year, it was like not as contentious. And, and we developed a really cool product. And it was like all natural. And it tasted great. And it was testing like off the charts. And it got ratings. And, and but it was like the, the marketing. I was like, I, I don't have time. I'm doing these shows. I'm doing all this stuff. And like, you know, like we'd need a social media person. He just, I'll do it. But he, and he never did it. And never, uh-huh. we never got the program going. And, and, you know, he's like, you just, you do it. But we've talked about this before. Like social media isn't something you're just like, Oh, I'll do it. Like it takes, it's, it's a full-time job if you want to yeah. build this brand. And so eventually I removed myself, um, legally did all these things. And that was probably like Jesus. 2018 or something like that. And, and then, you know, he kind of was threatening and not kind of was. And I was just like, I don't know, like, I just couldn't get away from it. And then I found somebody in Florida um, who, um, really nice guy, uh, beverage expert, not as nice as you. No, I'm, um, I'm the person you're talking about. Has had some money connections and stuff and they wanted to buy it. And so I connected him 
with this guy <laughs> you, after you were done yeah because i he goes it, it was dying he this guy wasn't doing anything okay. with it so this other guy um this lawyer guy really really nice guy and 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 he's like look why don't we take it rebuild it relaunch it we'll do it the right way because because he knew like I, I this was my this was a passion project for a while meaning like this was every free moment was spent sure on yes this. And, 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 and at the end of the day, millions of dollars and, um, you know, not all mine, but investors and stuff like that. Uh And so I had, you know, I definitely had my pressure. Yeah. I had my life savings in it. When I walked away from anything, I didn't, everything, I didn't just walk away from him. I walked away from the brand. I walked away from seven years of work or eight or whatever it was. So anyway, I, uh, I'm done. And, and then there was no one left. The CFO had left the year before and I was kind of, you know, let him know that I left and whatever. And then uh, a year ago, I believe it was in August, I was in Virginia and I get a call on my phone. I wasn't even really awake yet. It was pretty early. I had a show. I got in, I got in like three o'clock the night before and it was maybe like eight, eight thirty. And, um, and I pick it up and she said, hi, this is so-and-so with the daily news. Um, calling to talk to you about this person I don't know why I'm not saying his name but I'm just not going to sure and and um people can look it up but I said the like and it hit the death of so-and-so and I'm like oh what? no what, what are you ta- I'm sorry I'm not I haven't had my coffee yet what does it say that again uh yeah this I'm like I, I, I don't I'm sorry this is coming out of the blue I don't know you she's like oh did you not know I go no I didn't know and I don't even she's like okay go to the daily news and type this in and I went and did it there's her name. There's the article. They're looking for a comment. And I was like, okay, time out. So <clears throat> I said, I'm, I'm just going to get process. I'm going to get my CFO. Yeah. Alive. So I call him up again. This guy had been out for probably two years at this uh-huh. point and or three. And he, um, I tell him, he's like, all right, so now we're on a conference call. And I go, can you just repeat that? Cause he hadn't heard it either. No one had heard it. Even his best friend didn't know. It had, so what happened was he was at the Dead & Co. concert at Mets Stadium and was up on the top, as I understand this, up on the top oh God. with friends. And he was doing a backflip back stop. into the audience and then actually did what we'll call a gainer, which you, you kind of, rather than falling back, and you kind of fall forward and do the flip. And then he... Off know, the top of the... Off the top of the thing. Get get yeah. out that's like one of my biggest fears in and you the know it, sporting it, arenas like the oh yeah, falling forward yeah you how steep it is up there up. yeah 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 but this is in the back <sighs> oh my god and, and um stop and so he uh yeah and that so that was it and then it's weird because the article says fell three to four stories i'm like what no is, that's how is it do, do the math but no why, I, why how is it how do you not know <laughs> i don't know it was kind of weird so then they had some accounts maybe there was video at one point oh someone said they saw but i didn't see god. it god and and so we're like okay they're like do you have anything to say and i was like i don't well we're just looking for like a few like nice things to say about him can you just say like give us a statement and i was like <laughs> I, I don't really have anything to I, say. yeah but i didn't say that i go i'm i'm sorry i i don't uh-huh. have anything to say i didn't even say like no comment because i was like they're gonna say no comment. no comment i said um but I would really appreciate it if my name was out of this article. 
and she said, well, you know, for context, it is in there because you guys had this company together. And, and I go, I just don't want the association. It didn't really matter. I just didn't want, like, I thought maybe it was going to be news. And it ended up not really, it never, no one ever brought it up to me. Crazy. Um, but I so said. So that was the guy that had, you had beef with? Yeah. And he. I didn't necessarily have beef with it anymore. I just was, it was someone, like, it was a toxic relation. I would say toxic relationship. What's I'm, what I'm, city I'm editorializing. Did, was that, what city was that game or the event? Pet, you said Petco or what Mets, event? Mets Stadium. Mets Stadium. Yeah. He was a New Yorker. New Yorker. Jesus Christ. And I, um, uh, I was like, and I did this actually, I always tell Mel, when someone gives you an excuse and they start listing reasons, it's because they're lying. Because they don't feel like one reason is good enough, so they give you multiples. Like, I can't come because my sitter didn't show up, and, and I twisted my ankle. And then just they're just finding before, any reason. They're just, they're yeah, just yeah. like, just just say you're not coming. Don't uh-huh. like because if you don't feel like your actual answer is strong enough, you keep coming with multiple. But I so I have to have a reason for doing this, and then you can choose which one it is. I said I will give you the number of his best friend because because he can say something nice. But if good you on good on you. But if you if I give you this number, take my you name take my out. name out of the article, and she goes, "Fair enough." So I did, and that was the first that this guy found out. Oh, I just learned second or third hand. But but you know, got like an, at least something nice to say, you know, like whatever. But it, it it I hadn't seen him. But two weeks before that, um, I remember just kind of writing him something saying like, "Hey man, if you're." You haven't done anything with this for three years, and this guy is offering you money. Why wouldn't you take it? He's like, I I know what you're doing. I know that you guys are plotting. I go, it, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You you can get. I think it was like you just get fifty grand. You walk away. We'll take everything over, including whatever the debts are, and just whatever. Now, obviously, that needed to be analyzed. I don't know. I think a lot of things were like. People, a lot of people were owed and stuff like that. But anyway. well, the only reason I I asked you is because like I was like, do you want to go fight somebody right yeah. now? Like that whoever, because Zane, you're one of my really good friends, and if you got beef with somebody, we could f- go fight them right yeah. now. But he's already yeah, he's, he's dead. Yeah. So yeah. that would that whole conversation. I mean, there's I shouldn't have asked you then. <laughs> well, it's funny because I was thinking in the in the shower, I saw that Mel had more like guava juice and passion fruit juice i'm leaving tomorrow uh-huh. i was like why don't you make the mai tais this is my brain as i'm in the shower and then i'm like well um we i i didn't realize last night that she made it with monkey rum i have a case of monkey rum mm. that i'm keeping because i don't know why right there's probably actually it might just be gone i don't know from existence i don't know what's out there i i didn't have um, any business correspondence with him for like two or three years mm. so I don't know if there was extra stuff left over or whatever and who owns it now I think it's been dissolved his dad who is a very um, successful businessman um, I you know I, I think that I was his, so his, tempted to his just stock, break this but <laughs> just shoot it throw it um, out there um, I think but last I episode think, I threw it I out and I, 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 imp- I impaled somebody and we, you did throw it out and we heard a scream mm-hmm so, um, someone said, "Why are we wasting all these um, packets of uh, of stuff?" So now we packets of stuff. What do you mean? Well, like we melt. But it felt, was like a plastic packet. 
Well, yeah, that's true. Mel was putting it that. And then Jesse said it was too loud. Oh. Jesse. Right, exactly. Just kidding. And then we're like, she's like, I'm having so, I don't want to give someone a half open thing of crackers. So. Well, thank you. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to do one. Uh, don't touch the one that I was going to touch. Don't touch the one I was going to touch. Don't touch the one that'll be for me. Please don't put your hands on something that's going to go in my mouth. Even though last time you were on this that's show, what you spit a marshmallow out of your mouth. And I said, if it would And we can try it again tonight. Theoretically. And I said, if, if it gets anywhere near my mouth, I will catch it. Thankfully, you were bad at it. But then when I picked it up with my hands to give it back to you, you said that was gross. That was the gross part. Are you done? That is, you, you're, all you're doing is telling me. <laughs> Are you done? Yeah. I'm done. I'm done. I liked your episode with Luke. Yeah, Luke's for great, the. Man. I only listened for like three to five minutes because after you said I don't want to talk about Shane, you I stopped. We did later too. Oh, um, you did? I haven't finished it yet. Um, the, uh, I thought that was really interesting because obviously, I mean, he puts it in his Instagram bio that he was on the 43rd yeah, why season of SNL. But I think I said to him, I think I said, I think you should just rem just put SNL alum. Like if you put 43rd, it, it, oh, I see it puts a lot of there's a lot of questions like wait, why saying. just one year? Sure. Whereas if you just put SNL alum, you're like, oh, that was that's awesome. Uh -huh, I don't remember you, but you know, and just it just stops people from like having to like overthink things not you're very smart with like that kind of thing you help me out with that kind of stuff but yeah his uh a lot of mistakes can, oh can i tell you a mistake mistake that i made i thought about this today i love hearing mistakes you've made okay. um when i moved out to okay when i was in the hamptons earning money to to move out to los angeles i um went and worked at this place called neptune beach club i remember you hearing about uh, that owned by some a gentleman in the sanitation industry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know why that's a running theme of this show. And um, he was an intimidating guy. And I was there. Uh, I was a daytime bartender slash MC and just whatever. And, you know. And so one, they closed at night. So they closed at like six. And I was like, why do you close? They said, well, because of all the the bars inland on the other side of the bay, that's where everyone goes. Mm -hmm. People don't want to hang out by the beach. And I was like, well, what if I could run a night at the beach and I could like have people come and turn it into a big party and I'll promote it and da da da. They're like, all right, we'll give you a shot. I was like, great. So they did that. And uh, the night of the party, I'm trying to remember the details. One detail was there was a flood. It was not a flood. It was just a really high tide, so that um, the the road was kind of you had to go through a lot of water to get there. And salt water is not so awesome on your car, and and that. But there was some event next door that everyone was going to, so people didn't come to mine, but they were going to the event next door, and their uh -huh. parking lot filled up, and so they started coming over to my parking lot. But my party wasn't happening because people coming from my party were like turning around. I only got like a few people. Uh -huh. And and so, but the parking lot's full. The staff is still there, including the main owner guy. And so he's charging people 20 bucks to park in the parking lot. And somebody, I don't remember who it was, came up and said, um, man, they wouldn't even be getting that money if it wasn't for you having this party. So why don't you ask them if they'll split that money with you? 
And I was like, really? They're like, dude, it's not, think about it. Like, I'm sure they would. I'm like, oh, okay. And I went up to him. I go, so this is to the main guy. This is to the owner of the place who has like a yacht who, who is just a hands-on guy. She probably normally wouldn't be the guy collecting money, but he doesn't, he's this guy doesn't mind getting his hands dirty. Uh-huh. Big, intimidating guy. And I was like, hey, um, so because you guys are making money that you, and you wouldn't only be here or whatever, like, what do you think about splitting the, the, the parking lot money? And he just kind of looks at me and just walked away. And then I just got a, a note later that evening to never talk to him again. <laughs> Zane, I got a question. I was 22. So stupid. Being that I'm your, on your podcast and yeah. because of it, you're making money that you normally wouldn't. Am I, I, this, I'm making money? Hmm. Okay. Jesse? Yeah. Can I can have. I have some? Yeah. Okay. Man, you're really throwing off my marshmallow game. You're not paying attention. I will give you this X amount. And now let me let me qual- <laughs> No, hold on a second. I'm I'm going to tell you the amount. Okay. But the catch is it's going to be somewhat ceremonial because that's whatever the amount is that I'm going to give you is the amount that you are going to give me to keep this sticker on here on the log. The donutpunk.com so sticker. I'm just going to give you the money back to you yeah. that you give to me? Right. So I'm going to give you... Oh, so you're like, okay, so can I, can I bring it up an observation? Sure. You threw a spear poor, poorly, poorly and that's, into my hedges. Um, and everyone is just like, wow, that guy's got... If you an X got, amount of money... Yeah. And I decide to keep it, and I take off the sticker, then I get to keep the money? In theory, yes. But in in actuality, no. Deal. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, what's something really stupid that you did? Or or, or would you rather take a quiz? Do a quiz first, and I'll think about just something stupid I've done in general. Okay, so you have time. No, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Are you, because I want to think about the stupid thing. First. Well, first of all, this is a quiz between you and me. I don't know the the questions yet. Okay. You're you're asking me questions. No. Jesse is asking questions. Okay. And and he picked these and he asked me how hard I would like them to be. Okay. And um I said like he goes, You want super nerdy or you want like general? And I said, mix it up. Okay. Okay. For but questions for me? Well, Star Wars questions. Okay. What does that make you feel when I say that? Do you feel well, like I'll have an advantage because I've been around for more of them? I think that he knows that, so I think he probably... I don't know. Did you try to keep it I fair? probably... I don't know, like, deep, deep Star Wars details like I probably should. You should but. go behind, like, a camera so we can hear your mic. Oh, that one's on? Okay. It's it's hard for me to guess because I don't know anything about Star Wars, and my housemate is a mega Star Wars okay. nerd, mm. so I enlisted his help. Oh, oh great. Um, my knowledge for like deep depth Star Wars yeah. is not that great, so I'm probably gonna make a fool of myself right no, now. No, but here's the thing: neither is mine. But I love Star Wars still, right? Obviously. So, so, so we may be, like, it may be aligned. Okay. So these so, are questions so for do? both of us. Are we gonna shout out the answer? Or are you gonna go back and forth? Whoever gets the answer first, maybe. There you go. Okay. Um, who was the actor who originally portrayed R two D two? I was going to make a joke, but I... Uh, Is there, like... Do you get half credit? Sure. Lee Daniels. 
why would that have half credit? Because he's the, he's half the size of a human person. Isn't that uh, played C3PO? Uh, that's <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know. Problematic answer. I'm just joking. He's a full human. I could pick him out of a lineup. He was also in um, what was that time traveler movie? The crazy Back to the Gilliam? Future. No, Time Bandits. What's mm. the answer? Kenny Baker. Kenny Baker. Kenny Baker. No, Kenny no, Baker. no, no credit. Was I the first person to swear on this podcast? No, I cussed. I cussed. Please, please don't. On my first episode. That's what you sounded like. Do you want another marshmallow? Is that what's happening? No, it's honestly that is preventing me from having more, and that's why I did that. I lost 15 pounds since the last time I've been yeah, here. Yeah, you look great. Thank you. No, I really don't want more. Leave it there. It's a funny. It's a funny sight. You're ruined. Now it's out there. Mel went out to her car the next day. She goes, why is there a stick in my tire? (laughs) My tire's flat. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Okay. Next question. What did Han and Luke ride on in the snow? Banta. Oh, yeah. Bantha. Bantha. It's a bantha, isn't it? It's not? Bantha? What they rode on? Oh, um. What they ride on in the snow? Also, what what Luke climbed inside of? It's not. Oh, okay. Uh, No. First of all, Luke didn't climb inside. Cut open and crawled inside. I know. I'm trying to think of the name of the creature. No, Luke didn't crawl inside. Luke has passed out. Han. That's the first time Han's ever touched a lightsaber. That's the first time anyone ever touched a lightsaber beside a Jedi and opened it up and put Han inside. Did he have consent? It's not called a bantha. I don't know. A tauntaun. 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 There are people out there that are like, you idiots. And just like a little side note to, to you, to anyone who knew that, you're a nerd. Easy. These are I'm my people. Jealous. I'm just jealous. I'm going to have another. You know why? Because when I'm with you, I like to treat myself. <laughs> I just bring that out in people. Okay. Continue. What are the names of Luke's aunt and uncle? Uh, Lars and... Lars and Betty. No, Lars and... Shmee. Shmee. No, Shmee was his wife or something like that. Because I remember Shmee's wow, my wife. Luke. Yeah. Luke? Luke, his aunt and uncle on tap. Owen, Owen, and Lars. Do you have a... You get half credit. It's Owen and Baru. Baru! Lars? Who is Lars? The, the son. For real? The other son? No, you're just guessing. I thought it was. Probably the actor See, who I'm taking him? this seriously. What, what's the score? Uh, None. Zero half, zero? Half to zero. But I think he has one. Half to zero. Next question. What is the only lightsaber color to show up in every Star Wars movie? Blue. Red. Red? Really? Full point to half point. <laughs> Full point. <laughs> oh, wow. That's my impression of you. Is that, were you, when you were a professional wrestler? I have a thousand dollars in the bank and I own a house here. When you what? were a professional wrestler, were you a better loser than this? Than you are being on a podcast? Continue, Jesse. Wait. I don't know if I'll be able to hear. Go ahead. Because uh, he's uh, he's over 50 and he can't hear. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. 
<laughs> I'm, I already, I've already made it f- much further than I thought I would. In life, not in this game. <laughs> okay. What is the exact date that episode four originally premiered? 1977. I don't even know this. It was uh, summer? Summer? June? May 4th. I mean, it would be nice if it was. May 24th? <laughs> it's in May. 17th. No, first of all, 1977, I said it. Now you're just throwing stuff against the wall. Whoever gets it first gets the point. That's what above game? or below 17. What game is it? Uh, 20th. What, what game are you playing? 21st. What game is it? 22nd. It works like this. 23rd. 25th. No whammies. 20, May 25th, 1977. I get the point. Fine. Yeah, okay, great. Bitch! <laughs> At 49 minutes. You said the word bitch. But it was, so did I. And then we, we, we muted Lighten it. up, Zane! <laughs> I'm so worried about what my sponsors are going to no, think. No, I, <laughs> first of all, my, sp- my sponsor is Donut Punked, which I keep trying to talk about, and you won't talk about it. Why would you not talk Ask about me brain? a question then, Zane. I've been here for 50 Great. minutes, and all you talk about is, oh, I got all these businesses, and I got all these mobsters wanting to invest in my cool ideas, and I'm going on effing tour, and I make a clothing line about pee-pee obsessions. Ask me a question. Okay, here's your- I'm about to lose my mind. Okay, here's a question. First of all, you can't say that because my neighbors think that something's really happening. Again, Zane, you have a house in Los Angeles. I don't give a shit. Okay, here's a question for you. And maybe this is related to that. You have a brand, uh, your own apparel brand called Donut Punk. Uh And I've never, and every time I've seen you, you're not wearing it. God (laughs) damn it. Zane, 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 Zane. Too much melty. <laughs> yeah. He who creates a, an apparel company. Okay. You're going to name he me. Let the apparel speak for itself. Yeah. I don't need to wear it all the time. I wear it sometimes. Okay. Don't need to wear it all the time think you because should... everybody else is wearing it. I think, you should, I think you should wear it. I put a sticker on your stump. You did. And then you didn't and talk about it. And that's not the first time. All right. Can, why don't you talk about your apparel brand? Donut Punk it genuinely was a quarantine project. Oh, wow. Well, it started before before quarantine, started before COVID. It was an idea I had, but it, it kind of bled into me starting it during COVID. It was just, you know, like I've always wanted... I will. I was getting into doing the TikToks and everything, and I was like, I don't want Shane Hartline merch right now or anything like that. And yeah. I was like, but I do want like something to put out there that I can... Like I can promote through my videos and all that, and and it just it, I took my donut obsession and like my '90s nostalgia obsession and kind of put them together and okay. um, made Donut Punk, and I'm just trying to make a little brand and see what happens with it. Okay, why don't you next time you have the opportunity to go on something that is seen by people outside of your circle, mm-hmm. I might suggest eh. wearing it. I can't even see it. I branded your stump. And then you kicked me. And I me. just dirtied my new Jordan. And then you kicked me. Um, all right, go ahead, Jesse. Jesse's like, oh, Donut I thought we were done. Donut Punk. There you go. I'll wear something. Why don't you come on and be like, every time I'm you go. I'm not giving you a shirt every time you, go you give me the shirts you've owed me since December. Oh, you're right. I have them in my garage. But I have to give you a different size. I've been waiting for you to lose weight. I will still wear the same size. 
Next question. I didn't think you'd get this one, but it's just kind of fun. Okay. What genre of music is playing in the cantina in episode four? Honky Tonk. Uh, it's jazz, isn't it? You're close. Change a letter. Jizz. <laughs> yeah. I changed the letter to jizz. That's it. It's what? called jizz? In the Star Wars universe, the genre of music that they're playing is called jizz. And they're called jizz whalers. But how... But, like, people made... Who made that up? Couldn't tell you. George Lucas. But if you Google... I bet it wasn't. Jizz music... You'll see Star Wars. Though. Wow. Okay. Wow. Next question. I, I'm not taking that credit, obviously, but yeah. Uh, and this will just be whoever's closest. How much money did Episode One: The Phantom Menace earn on its opening weekend? Uh, around fifteen million. Hmm. Sixteen million. Because I was going to say probably two hundred and fifty million. All right, I'll, I'll say the two first fi- weekend though. Two fifty. What's the answer? Sixty-four point eight million. Sixty-four point, and that uh, was in nineteen ninety-nine. Mm-hmm. That was quite a bit. I was doing it. I was equating it to today's dollars. Hmm. It's a lot of money. I wouldn't know. <laughs> How's this house doing? It's good. Sorry. <laughs> Make me embarrassed of it. <laughs> That's good. Is that all of our questions? Yeah, what's going on, Jesse? Got a whole bunch up. Yeah. Just... Yeah. One more. One more? No. I want you to ask me a question on your pod. Oh, yeah, about you? I'm here as your guest. I just started. Okay. Unprepared. Go ahead. Continue. Prepared. What's this? Go ahead. Okay. What actor is the main actor inside of the Darth Vader costume in the original? Oh, I don't know his name, but I know I, know, I saw a whole. Do- there's a great documentary, yeah, a great documentary on, him. on him. Gosh dang you, it! You know what he did? What's his name? David Prowse. David yep. Prowse. What he did was, and tell me, th- tell me, this is what you got from it, is that I'm not sure if he was a pushy guy or not. I'm not sure what his personality was, but so- something, something about him was rubbed George Lucas yep. the right way, the wrong way initially. Yep. And then he was on an interview and he said to somebody, I wouldn't be surprised if Darth Vader is Luke's father. And it was on a it, it was on a program that what? no one would have That's ever before the reveal? Mm-hmm, before the reveal. Oh, and shoot. and no one really heard it but it wasn't like wasn't he wasn't being interviewed for something very big. But then George Lucas found out about it, Woo-hoo. and then that's when he, he 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 didn't fire him, but he brought another guy in to be the to, face. To, no, to do different parts of it. And then and then when the face was revealed, it was yet a different person. And then when they did the voice, it was a different person. And if you hear David Prowse's voice, it's it's similar to James Earl Jones's voice. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that pissed old George off. Pissed off George. He would still go to like. And he was a very tall guy. He was a bodybuilder. And he um, trained Christopher Reeve for Superman. He's huh. the guy who trained Christopher Reeve to get all big uh-huh. and buff for, for Superman. Whew. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah, be... Yeah. How long be have you lived... Person. How long have you lived in Los Angeles following your dream of being a... Uh, 11 years no. next month. What? Eleven years next month. Out here? Yeah. Oh. Why? Why is that shocking? I I thought it was le- less than that. Nope. When did you When did you leave Orlando? How old were you? 
I was 24. What advice would you give to your 24-year-old self? No, but here's the thing. I'm kidding. No, no, no. Um, here's the thing. No, I want to qualify this. Yeah. Here we go. You're going to go back in time. Uh-huh. And you're going to be at your desk, whatever your desk was when you were 24 years old. And there's a piece of paper on the desk and a pen. And you have five minutes before you get zapped back to, to, to this time. Okay. What, are you, what are you gonna write? Or maybe it's something that you don't invest wanna Invest in, invest in Zoom. Zoom? Yeah. Okay. When there's gonna be a pandemic, invest in Zoom. Now, uh, I don't know, that's, that's an interesting question. Cause uh, it can be things like that, can't it? Like, it, it can if, be anything. My knee-jerk reaction to that is I would say, um, I would try to come up with a date. I'd go, at some point around 2014, there's this thing called um, Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. Find it, Mm -hmm. learn about it, put everything you have in it, because Mm -hmm. during the pandemic, it's going to hit at least 55,000 per coin dump it i remember when it first came out and like being like ah this is stupid me too in that and, and, and i think it makes it, me it, and it's stupid, sick and, and it's stupid again it's stupid but don't you wish you're one of those in that big spike that happened you know it's interesting yeah of course i do I, I, of course and i remember when it was three thousand, and i was like i can't buy a coin i didn't learn about it to know like i don't think you had to buy a coin uh-huh. right? like, and so i'm like i can't spend that um and uh but it's interesting because I brought this up to Nick Jerry, my opener, and we were on a uh, on a drive. You were on the drive too, and then he was like, "I'm six. I'm like, "Okay, he can't." He's like, "What would you do if you went back to 24?" He's like, "You mean last year?" <laughs> oh, sorry, thanks, thanks, Jesse. You're fun to play this game with. And so Nick said, um, "I would tell myself, move to New York, do stand up, dig in. You're going to be successful at it." So his, and I was like, what about the money thing? Is I don't want the, he's like, I don't want the money because I feel like the money would pollute um, the struggle that I want to go through as a, as a comedian. You know, as, mu- as much as I think about it, a lot of people would go like to career, uh, career think, advice and stuff like that. But so. like, I, my, I like how my journey's been. Sure. Like I look back and like, man, I would have done that thing differently. But I mean, the whole cliche thing, like I have ended up where I where I have because of my missteps. Yeah. Maybe the one thing I would have told myself is just be patient, because I was just coming off of doing the Rock of Ages movie, and I just like that was the first thing I ever booked, like out the gate, and I'm mm-hmm. like, uh, it's hard, it's almost impossible to be that for that to be the first thing you book in the beginning of your career. Mm-hmm. To not be like, oh, this is how it is. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to Los Angeles now. And like, I'm just going to start booking things like Walt's left and there, right. Yeah. And right. like, it was a little ego, but it was also just like green. I was green and I didn't know what this was going to look like. And and I'm still green. Don't get me wrong. But like, what I mean is, is you know, I was an infant in in a sense. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I would probably talk to him about. Because like it, over the years, that's that's been the struggle is, is just... Um, keeping this ha- level you know and because it's we're in a cr- industry where the highs are just unlike anything ever and then the crashes after can be just debilitating and so that's what i would genuinely talk to myself about is try to like 
because I'm still struggling with it at times. Like, but I would yeah. really try if I had a head start back then on how to handle the roller coaster or just understanding what how much patience truly need you know how much patience truly needs to how know, much patience you truly need to go into this you know business. it's funny because i don't I, I know i hear what you're saying i'm wondering if patience is not the 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 exact word because luke noel who was on the podcast not luke long ago skywalker luke skywalker hello um luke was saying when he got the opportunity to go on snl that he felt that if he was going to make it work, he would have need to, needed to be much more aggressive. So, like, patience, I, di- I get that patience thing. But I heard, I mean, I, I've talked to Luke about that several times. And Skywalker? I heard you, Luke Skywalker. Um, I, I've talked to Luke about that several times, and I've talked to, I listened to your conversation with him. And, and there's a, I, I liked what you said, and I think you and I fall in a similar boat. I'm not gonna ever be a dick. I'm never right. gonna be that guy. Right. Like, and and I've had times where I'm like, man, if I only was an asshole that just didn't give a an f about yeah. other people, yeah, then maybe I'd I'd get further quicker. I don't know, but I, I'm just never gonna be that guy. And that's and I think, I think that's fine. I, I think maybe, maybe all. Because I I've had those thoughts, and Luke, I don't want to be that. Luke guy. said he's had this thought. Exactly, exactly. And you want to think that everyone's had that thought, but then you think, well, maybe everyone hasn't had that thought because there are they're jerks. already dicks. Yeah, and so, but there was someone in the CIA, and she said, the bad guy never. She's like, I, I work with bad guys. I know bad guys. I work with the psychology of bad guys. I've never met a bad guy. Who thinks that he's the bad guy? Well, it's the classic uh, thing about villain movie yeah. villains. Right. Like they think they're in the right, right. You know, they think what they're doing is justified. Yeah. So, so after all that discussion, what what do you what do you say to him? You have five minutes. You can write a lot. You can write a lot of stuff. Yeah. Why is, think, the plane, why is the plane coming from that direction? I don't know. I've wondered that because you say Burbank is it's where never it happened before. Every one of them have been coming from that way. Well, they have been? Yeah, that's interesting. No. I've seen one at least go this way. But I don't know. It would it would be something. Sure, I'd drop in the like invest in Bitcoin, invest yeah. in this. But it would be because we've I've get, had. Here, I, get more. Get more. Well, no, um, no, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I, I was going to say selfish. I was because I was going to say like go find John Favreau and become best friends with him. Well, that kind of thing too like sure but on the spot I can't think of like that kind of thing um you can say Vince Vaughn if you want I don't care (laughs) I George Lucas it would truthfully be at the top of the list of things that I wrote would be to would be about that about my happiness because there's been times and and even recent that just I dip into I think I expressed to you I dip into a bit of depression and 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 this it, it it's because you know, you, you, the highs in this industry are un indescribable, unnatural, unnatural, uh-huh. undescribable, unbelievable. And then those times in between, those are the times th- that you can either slip or you have to figure out a way through therapy or whatever it may be to keep yourself level or try to keep yourself level at all times. Like it's ex- it's okay to celebrate and get excited. In fact, I think that it's necessary, 
But like, if you get too high, the I think the crash will sometimes be deeper. I my mom, I'll tell my mom like, oh, I had this audition, or even if I booked this part, she's like, oh, that's amazing. I, I go, know, mom, dude. Don't do that stuff. Yeah, I I don't. I'm your mom. If I want to get excited, you know what? Yeah, I don't. She, she's, I, she's right. She can. I don't tell my mom auditions anymore because yeah, of that right. reason. It's not because I don't want to share things with my mom. It's because how excited she gets. Here's an example. Here's a story for you. I showcased last year for SNL. They flew me out. I did the whole thing. And this was when I got the call that that was going to happen. That was a call I had genuinely manifested and thought about and pictured for over 10 years. My rep called me. I woke up to the phone call. Um, and then I called well, Gabby was with me. So we freaked out together and tears and the whole thing. And then I called That's his fiance. It's my fiance. They, they know that. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then I called my mom. I FaceTimed my mom and just weeped. We both weeped mm -hmm. because we, she had, they've been on this journey with me. Yeah. They know how much, how important that was to me. What about your dad? What did he say? Oh, he was just excited, yeah. you know? And, but then like there was that pressure. You, you have a dad? Oh, I don't, I don't. So I just didn't know. I, cause I asked because I don't have a father. So I thought maybe it'd be interesting to hear your perspective. Don't you care. You talk. <laughs> it's fine. He said, he, yeah. <laughs> There we go. Kidding. There we um, go. That was nah. the, that was the thumbnail for the last show that did poor. That we posted that and it did horrible. A thumb, the, a middle finger. The, the middle finger. We, we really we, we thought that was a funny thing and it's it got like twelve likes. Oh, I because you try again the algorithm. No, we're cutting it out. We're blurring it. We could try a couple different things. Um, Illuminati. Mm -hmm. We could try. Blur, we're blurring out. DX. Blurred out. Um, I'll keep thinking of some, but yeah. no. So going and doing that, there was that added pressure of the whole time. It was just text from my sisters and my family of you've got this. It's written in the stars. Oh it's yeah. Like, Whoa. That's so much And it's pressure. just, Ugh. oh my God. And then doing it and finding out I didn't book it was just, it was obviously this like, it sucked, but also I felt this little bit of part of me that I let them down too, even though they didn't obviously like express that I did right, right but right. it's just it that's why I don't like to share about auditions yeah and until I book something I I, d I went and did a show in Syracuse my stand-up first time in like over a decade and my mom said how many tickets can I get I'm like oh I, this is like I don't know eight I'll give you eight tickets whatever and she's like okay and then my aunt calls me and she's like my mom says your mom says I get eight tickets I'm like Yep. <laughs> my, my sister's like, I get eight tickets. I'm like, yep. And my mom's like, I have a few more. I'm like, I'm, a, I'm like, mom, you can, why did I, I, I was, I'm like, why did I tell her eight? <clears throat> mom, you can fill every seat. I don't care. Mm -hmm, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, and so we, we went to this brewery back in Syracuse, um, called Buried Acorn. And it wasn't a big place. It was a very, it was kind of an industrial freestanding building. And you walk in and you're like, this is amazing. They got all this big open space and they set the stage up rather than lengthwise and the stage at the end, the stage is in the middle off to the side and, and all the chairs are like this. Uh -huh. And there's really not a bad seat. It's probably 250 seats and and it's sold out. And I'm just like, this is amazing. You guys have the space. They're like, well, we had to move some things. I'm like, what? Like our, our brewing system. And, they, and you look wow. outside and they moved out all of their wow. tanks outside to be able to fit this inside, <clears throat> uh, unbolted things. And and it was and and it was like I went and did it on my fiftieth birthday. That's special. Try like like wondering how I was gonna not cry, and I didn't. 
which is weird because I'm a crier. Like I'm, I'm like in, in, in my mind, the idea of it is it making me a little bit um, teary eyed. Sure. But um, I went and did it and I nailed it and it was a fun That's show special. and everyone had a great time and you know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean those moments are so special. So, man. so I, I I made my mom proud when I was fifty. You got time, brother. I mean, wow. Yeah, I I I think I make them proud, you know, and that's a that's a whole different conversation. But, um, yeah, those moments are special. I I I think you know one one that I can relate to that pops in my head is uh, when I had my short film Cookie that is about my condition um, that you make fun of consistently. <laughs> Um, but I don't just make fun of you. I make fun of everyone with it. Oh, that's way worse. Uh, no. <laughs> my uh, my last guest, uh, two guests ago, was Ben Morrison. Do you know who this is? He's a comedian. I and don't. And I'll just tell you this, this, give you some context. So there's a list of the, the top ten celebrities with Crohn's disease. He has Crohn's disease. Okay. He had a piece of his intestine removed. Ugh. And he's number five on that list. That's, that, that's oh, wow. I said you should pick a more popular... Cause he, actually, no, have. it's good that he has a rare one. I have a very rare more, one. Because, yes, I'm the it, only one in the entertainment business with it. I'm number one, baby. There's no one else that has it? Selma Blair thought she had it for a second, but I don't think she does. Um, yeah, I think I'm the only one. Wow, yeah. that's awesome. You're the most <clears throat> famous person. But can I tell you with, a sappy family moment? With Similar to yours. chronic diverticulitis. It's not my, my condition. Am I, am, I, am I pronouncing it wrong? You're canceled. Um, oh, wait. It was hom- uh, homeopic. No, don't. It's called phonetic myopogy. Erectile dysfunction. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but I made this short film cookie about my condition and one of those like I didn't, I'm 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 embarrassed that I don't know that. I don't know this. Yeah, I don't I thought I How long ago was it? Uh we did in two thousand nineteen. Wow. Released it in twenty twenty. So um, it's it's some it lives someplace? It's on YouTube. Okay. Just cook shoot uh, search cookie short film. Um, but what I'm trying to get to is like those family moments are, that's a pen. Great. Um, he has one cause he's rich. Uh, well, no, but so I think my, I think my life would be richer if I had a father. It's one thing I have that you don't. So I'm going to hold that over you. I think Um, Heartline would be a pretty cool name for a clothing brand. I want to say that because I was thinking it when you said it. Cool. I'm getting the wrap it up. I'm going to uh, try to finish my story. Jesse. If you'll let me. Um, <clears throat> no, like uh, you were exp- <laughs> you, you, just those family moments. Like I'll, yeah. I'll never forget like when I finished Cookie and I hadn't shown them a bit of it, like the whole process. And I went home to visit and I took a, a copy of it with me. And this was the first time they'd seen it. And we watched it in the living room, me and my whole family. And they didn't know that I named every one of the characters after my family members and I put like the name of the diner was named after my dad and the name of the grocery store was named after my sister and and when the film was over we were all just weeping like it was just such a special I'll never forget it just such a special moment where where was this that you were watching it at the house yeah back in Florida at my parents house it was special that's awesome just wanted to relate but when's when's your um, performance Thursday, October 20th, 7 p.m., Winter Haven, Florida, at the Laugh Out Lounge. Come see Shane Harline and friends. I'm doing stand-up with a bunch of stand-up people in Florida. And it's going to be a good time. It's my first hometown show, legit, in over 10 years. If you live within 57 miles of 
I love it. Winter Haven. Winter Haven, one of my favorite havens. Never been. Ben. You've never been. Been there. Winter Haven. Where have you I been in Winter Haven? I'm trying to make a little soundbite for you. Go for it. Do it again. And three, two, one. If you guys live within 100 miles of Winter Haven, Florida on October 17th, 20th, then you should absolutely go and see Shane and company at the Laugh Lounge. Laugh, LOL, Laugh Out. Laugh Out. Yep. Laugh Out Lounge. Laugh Out, Laugh Out Lounge. Yep. Uh, you will not regret it. And if you don't have, if you don't enjoy uh, yourself, I'm guaranteeing a good time. If you don't enjoy yourself, you know, we can do this more succinctly. If you don't enjoy yourself, Zane will give you 50 bucks. I will give you a Donut Punk sticker. That is... To the first person. To one person that doesn't enjoy themselves. The first person, the one person that doesn't enjoy it. And you know why they don't enjoy themselves? Because they're Let's do that one more time. I think we can get a little more succinct and then we'll end the episode. But that was a sloppy piece of shit. Yeah. And I want to use you for your fame and your... Yeah, because I can post it. Your clout. And so I can use this clip to promote my show. Three, two... No, no, here's... I'm going to bring it up. You're going to do it. And I'm going to say I'm... So wish that I could be there. Okay, because I've I've seen you perform. It's it's amazing. Okay, um, you have a show coming yes, up in Winter Haven, Florida. Yes, Thursday, October twentieth, seven p.m. at the Laugh Out Lounge. I am regretting the fact that I am booked that day. Otherwise, I would be there. And if you can be there and you want to laugh out loud at the Laugh Out Lounge, go there for tickets. Go to shaneheartline.com. Shane Heartline, heart like spelled like the heart, like the H A R T A R T spelled like heart spelled. It's not how hard it's spelled. It's how that your heart spelled. <sighs> it was better the first time. <laughs>